2: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling accounts to continue
1: bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com Paul and Jordana and Hammer the guest producer today what a great honor hammer got the short straw
2: <laughs> I don't think it's an honor for him I think he's like no. yeah I, I all it's right, right I'll do it us. if I if I must <laughs>
1: <laughs> where Where's DJ? DJ, I think, is Washington State skiing? He's going to squeeze every last day of skiing, mm-hmm. even if he has to fly to Antarctica. Um, man, is he addicted to winter. He he likes this forecast, Jordan. I...
2: It's crazy. I know. So, yeah. uh, again, we don't want to talk all show about weather, but the fact no. that we are going to have snow in April and it's coming is something that we need to address. But, Paul... We're not going to see it in the metro. Like, I'm not going to wake up to a, another coating tomorrow, am I?
1: No, 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 no. If, if there's anything, it would be later in the day, Sunday, Monday morning. You could, in theory, wake up to slush Monday morning. Oh, God, help us. Don't take out the driveway stakes. I'll tell you when. Don't do it yet.
2: All right. It's not great news. But So where is this happening? Just give us a quick update on who needs hey, to look out.
1: And my kids are giving me crap. You know? No. And and I love my boys. They're you know in their mm-hmm. low thirties, but they're they're like dad. They just moved back, both of yeah. them, and we're thrilled. Mm-hmm. But now with this never ending slush, they're they're indignant. They're like dad, yeah, how have pissed. you done? this? I don't this blame for, them. How have mm-hmm. you done this for most of your life? And I'm like, well, <laughs> we we all have amnesia, right? We we get to May and it's glorious, and you forget about it. You yeah, push it true. out of your mind. But um, severe weather tomorrow, I don't think in the Twin Cities there's going to be major severe weather, but it, it could be close. South Metro, Rochester a much better chance, La Crosse area, Austin, Albert Lee. I think this is going to be an outbreak for Iowa, and a few of those storms could clip far southeastern Minnesota. Even in the metro, maybe a little bit of small hail. I'll be amazed if they get the Twins game in tomorrow evening. I mean, we'll see. I I Mm. hope all the models are on, but it looks wet. Mm -hmm. And then it just ends as a few flurries here Thursday and Friday. The big story will be the winds gusting 40, 50 miles an hour, a few windswept flurries. Nothing sticking on your lawn, Jordana, but your place out in North Dakota, that condo out in Mm -hmm. Williston, could get 30 to 40 inches of snow. The models are printing out, in some cases, 40 inches of snow with blizzard conditions for North Dakota. Wow. So um, it can always be worse.
2: That's insane. 40 inches of snow. That is yeah. a lot in April. That's a lot any time, but it's definitely a lot in April. Um, have you done your taxes already?
1: Uh, no. I'm, I think I'm getting an extension. Okay. Yeah. I usually yeah, do. this is
2: one of the years we did not need an extension, and we filed, and hopefully we're getting a refund. We're still waiting on uh, that, but tax day is coming up very soon, so everybody is, uh, you know, thinking about their money. What can we do? If you're getting an extension or if you're just filing very soon, we're going to have some— uh, questions answered by Andy Tate, financial advisor, uh, with Cahill Financial and with Best Prep. He's going to be joining us next on CCO.
1: Jordana's on hold with the IRS, so it's just yeah. me. It's just be be polite. Don't yell at them, Jordana. Nothing yeah. good comes. <laughs> they scare from me you yelling. And and, I'm afraid and the whole it. "Don't you know who I am?" thing is not going to work with the Shoot. IRS. They Shoot. do know who you are and uh they're coming to get you so yeah tax day coming up here god when is it uh friday is yeah it the 15th already? correct it's mm-hmm. this week um and so who else to have on our show than andy tate financial advisor with best prep and k hill financial advisors we have him on often andy welcome back
3: well thanks for having me paul
1: absolutely last minute tips for people who just woke up and realized, uh-oh, I have till Friday, uh, how hard is it getting an extension if, if if you're not quite ready just
0: yet?
3: Well, I don't think it's very difficult. I just think some of the uh, misconceptions uh, that an extension allows you not to pay what's what's due, and that's mm-hmm. not the case. You need to make sure you're paying your, your, your tax tab, if you will, and uh, the extension then would carry you into October. So you still want to be... You still want to get uh, get your taxes at least organized, right? And okay. and talk
2: to us about paying tax on gains off of twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one was a hard year, but some people did have gains. Um, what are the impacts of the investments of paying that off now? Is there a positive impact?
3: Well, that's been kind of a, a surprise for a lot of clients. And what's happened is the market's down year to date. We were in correction territory; didn't quite get there, but we were close, which means down ten percent. And so you're seeing your statements and your accounts are down, yet you get a tax bill. And it's a frustrating position to be in. But what happened is March of 2020, if you remember back to that fund stretch, the market tanked. And a lot of these investment companies were able to what's called lock in losses. And so in 2020, you didn't have to pay tax on a lot of capital gains because you had enough losses to offset the gains that occurred starting, I think, January or July when the market came back around. Well, in 2021, we didn't have that. And so the market did do well, and some of those gains were then distributed, and you have to pay tax on it. It's just, unfortunately, it's happening when the market's down. So you pay tax on 2021, but you're paying it in 2022, so it's hard to really separate out the two.
1: Hey, Andy, the uh, coronavirus tax relief and economic impact payments that went out, what, like $1,400 a person, is that taxable income?
3: Boy, I think that's going to have to be passed off to a CPA. Um, <laughs> okay. That's, that's right. my uh, <laughs> sidestep.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I get okay. it. I don't, I don't blame Let's you. See. I wouldn't want to be responsible for that Sorry. either.
3: <laughs> I, had, I had to ask. I had to ask.
1: Is, what, what are you advising your, your clients with inflation in mind? I can't think of anything that has gone down in price in recent months mm. or the last couple of years. Mm. Everything is up highest inflation rate in 40 years uh one of the lowest unemployment rates i mean there are jobs out there and that's the good news but the bad news is the cost of everything is up so how do you redeploy your investments or do you just hold tight and wait for the market to recover and inflation in theory to come down
3: well there are a couple of different things to look at and the first the first step is not to panic and you need to diversify and so when you were looking at the inflationary environment we're in four months ago we thought it'd be a little bit more short-lived and then uh, uh with the russian ukraine war taking over it absolutely disrupted the supply chains even more uh, again not to minimize what's going on overseas but that also is going to extend the inflationary world that we're in so When we're looking at the accounts and looking at different areas to address that, and I know, Paul, you've asked about real estate in the past, and real estate is an option, but it's typically more of a long-term play. And I think you really need to sit down and take a look. Are we going to make long-term decisions based on short-term facts? If so, real estate is a a potential option. Uh, Energy. Energy has been doing very well. Utilities have been doing very, very well. And so looking at some of those sectors, I think it would be a good way to hedge. And then in the bond market, looking at tips. And so they're, they're, they're Treasury, uh, inflation protection securities. And so those are nice tools to, to put into your portfolio just to help, through, help us through these times. Okay. Um,
2: do you have Advice. any tips for uh, – I, I recently had a situation where I needed – I was trying to qualify for a grant for, um, for a, a medication – and I made $4,000 more than, you know, the limit of what you can make. So I didn't qualify. And my tax professional said, you know, if you want to donate $4,000 or not donate, but if you want to put $4,000 in an IRA, that would probably get you under the limit. We, we didn't do it. And we ended up working, up, doing a workaround for the medication. But uh, do you have any Um, advice for people in these last few days before leading up to taxes that could help them you know no cheating but can help them maybe um, you know a, a, a suggestion to put something in their 401k before the time runs out anything like that?
3: Absolutely. And I think where you get into a situation where you're just above a certain threshold, it's pretty mm-hmm. frustrating because you get phased yeah. out of a few different <laughs> few different options. Mm-hmm. 401k plans, you can because it's going to be a year of, of, uh, of contribution. So that would only affect 2022. But one of the easiest and most overlooked strategies is, is utilizing a health savings account that you have through your employer. Mm. And most people will put in $50, $75 a month. Well, there's a there's a range. I think it's up to 7200 that you can put in as a, as a family, and you can just strike a check and send it in, and that will immediately drop your taxable income. So that's usually the quickest and easiest. You're not going to decrease your taxable income by $20,000, but if you can right, right. get underneath the threshold of a $4,000 check, allows you to get a grant worth 10000 well, it's a no-brainer. That's
2: interesting. See-
1: Andy, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I will. In the pantheon Mm -hmm. of of mistakes that people make when it comes to investing, my hunch at the top of the list, and I'm anxious to hear what you have to say, many people might think, well, I'll wait when I'm in my 30s or 40s making good money, then I'll start setting money aside for retirement. Is that the number one mistake that most people make, or is there an even bigger mistake than that?
3: On the macro level, that is the number 1 mistake, and it comes from a couple of different reasons. Number 1, you don't have the assets growing for you. That's an obvious one. But the, the second aspect of it is if is, you've, you've now learned to live on that income, where if you're saving it, you're building your lifestyle around less income because it's being put away, and so you build your habits around that. So, on the macro level, I would say they don't start, and then they get used to spending more money than they should. On the other side of it is, as far as the investment selection, We've all heard a lot about using index funds. They're inexpensive. You get a broad range. Well, people don't realize some of those are market cap weighted. What that means is if you get an S&P 500, you have 500 individual stocks in this one index fund, you may have five holdings that represent over half of the return. So they're very top-heavy index funds out there, and you may think you have a diversified holding, but in reality, you're really holding five funds or five companies. So I think there's kind of a two-pronged approach to that.
1: So how do you – just following up on that, because I have an S&P index fund, and I'm just curious if – I mean, are all S&P 500 index funds then top-heavy, and how do you counteract that? How do you get more balance, more diversification?
3: Well, you want to use that as as your S&P sector and then you want to add around it. You want to have international, you want to have some bonds, you want to bring in other investment strategies. But as far as the S&P 500, no, they are not all the same. And some are uncapped and some are capped. And so you have to look at really how are these structured. And uh, Tesla or technology has done so well recently that a lot of these S&P 500, they're so tech heavy right now that it's not a diversified holding.
2: Ooh, that makes yeah. me nervous. Double that check makes me that. nervous, especially yeah. when it comes to technology, because that bubble can burst. Although I know technology is uh, where everybody wants to be, but that does make me nervous. That is, yeah. uh, and by the way, your advice, Andy, uh, max out your 401k. That was Jeff Green, my dad, who is not a financial planner, by the way. Uh, his advice, the day I got a job, like when I was 15, Jor, max out your 401k from your first paycheck. And you know what? Yeah. It has served me well, and it was really good advice.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great advice, and it's protected, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy. Is there anything that we didn't ask you? Anything else you want to share with listeners this week?
3: Well, I think one one topic that I've had a lot of questions on is, is the supply chain, and I think uh, as far as inflation goes, the supply chain is going to be critical in getting our inflation in check. And so I wanted to offer some comfort that things are changing around us that's helping with that. For example, a lot of these companies are using smaller ships, so they can use utilize different ports. They've lowered the uh, age restriction for driving an 18-wheeler, because we need people to move product around the country. So I think there, there is hope. I think the Fed is, is going to increase interest rates, which more than likely will slow things down a little bit, but that's okay, too. It's healthy. Um, but I think that we do have some, some positive outlooks out there, and I think people need to remember that.
1: Okay. The Fed tapping the brakes. Thank you, for sharing. Yeah. Uh, Andy Tate, thank you so much. Financial advisor, best prep, Cahill Financial Advisors. We appreciate the insight, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Andy.
3: Sounds good. You're welcome.
1: Can we all I always agree? Feel... Yeah, what? I was gonna no, say, I just always
2: you... feel like you're not saving enough. You're not... Well, you know, you feel like you're not doing enough, uh, and there's not going to be enough. I am. I don't. I, I don't know if I'm alone as an American, always thinking like, "Oh God, I'm not going to have enough to retire." I'm not. But um, there's always that anxiety.
1: Compound interest, though, right? I mean, in theory, I think looking back at history, whatever you have in the bank, especially if you're in stocks and bonds, tends to double in seven years. But depending where you are in that cycle, you know, trying mm-hmm. to time it. And if you need the money short term, that can be a problem. But, um, yeah, I've got, I've got to go back now, look at my index funds and figure out, oh, right. am I top heavy? Because I, I believe in tech, but I also believe in diversification and mm-hmm. uh, not being too top heavy. So, anywho's, uh, you and I have so much in common, including our love of golf. Was it you or Handsome Husband? It was No, it's it,
2: definitely Handsome Husband. He, we, he, yeah. I know this was a big weekend and the Masters was exciting, but we watch a lot of golf in this house because that's his preferred drug of choice when it comes to television.
1: It, it was pretty amazing watching Tiger yes. come back for that. And when we come back, we're going to have a quiz focused on the Masters. Today's terrible trivia. Let's see how up to speed you are on Masters trivia next on CCO. That's soothing. Ah. Is that the golf music? That's the master's music, right, (laughs) on CBS. It's very, very zen.
2: Golf music, yes. Do we have to talk like this for this segment?
1: Is this how we should do the quiz? Yeah, yes. Talk softly. (laughs) Good evening. Jim Nance, (laughs) CBS. CBS. Um, It
2: was fun. We watched. Did you watch?
1: I did watch, and good for Scotty Scheffler. I mean, these guys, and and Cameron Smith, these guys are what, 24, 25, and all this pressure, and Tiger, I think a lot of people were watching just to see Tiger Woods. And by the Mm -hmm. fourth round, by yesterday, just watching him walk, you could see that he was in pain. And the fact that he finished, first of all, he made the cut, and he finished, uh, was a big deal. Um, I mean, I think to everybody watching and certainly to Tiger Woods, um, his game, not what it used to be, but knowing Tiger, he'll be back. But just one year after a a traffic accident almost killed him. I mean, they didn't think he'd walk again. And so it was miraculous to see him walking up 18, limping up, but he made it and good on him for hanging in there.
2: Thank anyway. God. Right. And it was an amazing thing to watch him finish and yep. be out there. It is physically taxing. It's emotional. So, um, yeah, it was – we were all proud. And, and it Tiger always renews interest in golf. And um, not that the Masters isn't a big deal, but I know everybody was excited to have him there.
1: Yeah. It was, it was fun having that on all weekend. Yeah. Anyway. So,
2: so we figured we would do a quiz – about the Masters and throw in oh. maybe a, a question or two about Tiger. You oh, guys ready? Okay. It's, you ready? It's
1: me against Hammer. Oh, God.
2: Yeah, I Hammer, you can chance. play too. Do you think you're ready for this?
1: I'm as raised B.
2: Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay. Question one. Course architect of Augusta National, Alistair McKenzie, celebrated the first ever Masters. The first ever Masters, by the way, was in 1934. Um, he celebrated this way. Is it A, by sleeping overnight the night before the first tournament on the 18th hole? B, by peeing in the cup on the first hole? What? Or C, he didn't celebrate it. He died two months before the tournament. In fact, Paul. he never saw the course completed.
1: Paul, C, Go ahead. he never saw oh. it.
2: Hammer, do you want to chime in or do you agree with Paul?
1: Well, if it's not B, he's doing it wrong. so who among us hasn't peed and yeah
0: (laughs) some people call that tuesday um i'll say V.
2: you'll say v okay it's paul did you know did you know
1: paul the other two were so ridiculous i can't imagine i well sleeping on the
2: i could have slept on the 18th hole well yeah
1: i knew that it was back in the 30s and i just yeah powers of deduction hope i hoped it wasn't b i'm reassured by that
2: i had to throw in a little bit of fun but yes that's true in fact he died in january on january 6th in fact of 1934 two months before the first master's tournament um and he never saw the course completed never even got to walk the course that's so sad that's too bad you know
1: yeah Uh,
2: okay number two master's officials have been known to remove tournament announcers who do not follow club decorum. Famous announcers have been kicked off the air, including Jack Whitaker and Gary McCord. So, what is the only acceptable word that announcers are allowed to use for people who attend the Masters? Is it A? Oh, wait, you're going to guess? Patron. How did you know that?
1: Well, I, I'm just all about golf.
2: How did you know that?
1: Until they kicked me off the uh, Bear Path course,
2: they're was, not allowed to the say. Place. They're not allowed to say fans or spectators. They can only call them patrons or gallery.
1: Gallery, yeah, patrons. It it sounds isn't that fancy weird? schmancy, this, yeah. isn't it?
2: It is. Why can't they call them fans? They're golf fans, or they're spectators. They're actually spectating. I think it's insane. It's so uppity and makes. But it's the masters, Jordana.
1: It's a different league. Get over yourselves. They like the grey poupon. Yes.
2: just, Just get over yourselves with your like. Hitting a white ball into a hole. Like, get over yourselves with that. And they're fans and they're spectators. And get over yourselves.
1: You're not launching rockets or curing cancer, right?
2: Thank you. You're hitting a little white ball.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. After your life of privilege that allowed to, uh, you to afford to all those greens fees and the expensive equipment and the lessons so they can be fans. So just shut it and sit down, and out, you know, <laughs> uh, club. That's how I feel about it. Sorry. Uh, even though I enjoy watching with Mark, it's fine. Uh, okay. Number three. On um, Tuesday night of tournament week, the last year's, the previous year's winner gets to host a champion's dinner and the winner chooses what we, will be on the menu um, for all the past winners of the tournament. So when Tiger Woods hosted this and one of his previous wins for his first one, what did he choose for his dinner? Was it A, filet mignon? Was it B, an all vegan fare? Or was it C, cheeseburgers? Hammer. Hammer. Go ahead.
0: I'm going to say A, filet mignon.
2: Okay. Paul, what are you going
1: to say? I'm going to go cheeseburgers. I can't imagine him going veg. Well, uh, I I hope it's cheeseburgers. We'll see. It's
2: cheeseburgers. Paul, well done. Uh, It was not only cheeseburgers. It was cheeseburgers, chicken sandwiches, French fries, and milkshakes. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, chips.
0: The vegan dad was very popular when he won the first time. so Yeah. I
2: I think he was probably trying to go against that whole uppity, don't call them fans, call them patrons uh, attitude. So, cheeseburgers and fries. He's my kind of guy. Well, maybe a vegan cheeseburger.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
2: Uh, Let me throw out one more for you. Between the green jackets and the golf course, there is a lot of green to be seen at the Masters. The color trend carries over into food options, which basically is served in green cups and the sandwiches and snacks are wrapped in green paper. Why? Is it just tradition that they're all wrapped in green? Is it that so any piece of trash a patron might drop won't show up on TV? Or is it because the course designer Alistair McKenzie's favorite color was green? I'll say C. Okay. Paul?
1: Um, I think Hammer's right, but just to be different, I'll go with B. I mean, it makes sense that if there's green litter, it doesn't show up on camera uh, quite as readily.
2: In fact, you're right. It's B. Really? So that if you drop a piece of trash, it won't show up on TV. Really? That's actually the reason. Yes. That is yes, bizarre. That's actually the reason. Are you yes. kidding me? <laughs> Uh, You you killed it today, Paul. And usually you suck. So you really killed it.
1: (laughs) Don't hold back, really. No, pull your punch.
2: Pull your punch.
1: Yeah, thank you. That was that was fun. Hammer
2: says we have to go. So well done on the quiz. And Mike Max will join us to talk more Masters next.
1: Paul and Jordana and Hammer and Mike Max and Maxie. I know you're going a million miles an hour. I don't know if you had the luxury of of watching any of the Masters on CBS yesterday but watching watching uh tiger woods limp up 18 the fourth and final round i mean you could tell he visibly he was in pain but he was determined to get that to get that done and and to finish and to me that was that was inspiring i know he didn't shoot the way he wanted to shoot but that almost seemed like an afterthought what 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 did you think of uh the, the masters this year
0: it was, you know, I was. I, I'm literally just driving back. I was uh, skiing the last two days in uh, the Rocky Mountains, and I, I'd come in in my break during oh. skiing. It was really weird because it's almost blizzard conditions sometimes, and people are watching the Masters in the you know, in, the, in the bar. But I want to go back first of all because I am 100% with Jordana. Who are you to tell us we can't call them fans? You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> who are that's you right, to tell brother. us we can't say that's a well, golf fan? You know, who are you? <laughs> To make the rules Seriously. for you know, our vernacular and the vocabulary that we use when we, you know, Thank when we you. describe uh, an, an event. I mean, when you, when you hear that, you just go, "See now, now you wonder why there's a divide." You know, yep. Well, but yep. it's the
1: hey, Maxie. It's the golden rule: the people with the gold make the rules.
0: <laughs> I understand, right? But uh, that th- that is a piece of me that goes, you know the, the sports are, the are supposed way. to be the great come on, hodgepodge right. and hot dish and put everybody in the same stew, you know? Uh, yeah. Tiger Woods was, you know, that was a fascinating watch this weekend. And, uh, you know, especially when he started out one under. And then, uh, you know, I think back to the Ryder Cup when his, his career was fading and, and the Ryder Cup was here in town, and he was a coach on that team, you might recall. And he so he was walking behind the pairs that would play. And it's probably the least attention that he's ever received in golf because everybody sure. was so focused on the golfers at that time. And, and Tiger, I don't want to call him an afterthought, but you know, th- th- there were no galleries waiting for Tiger. They were waiting for the other golfers. And to see how many twists and turns, obviously, his career has taken – uh yeah. has been uh you know nothing short of miraculous and you see him finish it and the, and, the, and the crowd that he got from let me make sure i say this right the gallery right when he yeah, thank you thank you mikey <laughs>
1: <laughs> the patrons you mean the, the patrons, patrons yes. or
2: gallery you can say gallery that's right.
1: ridiculous Maxie, Chris Finch uh, signed a new multi-year contract with the Wolves, uh, who play the Clippers tomorrow. Let me get this right. If they win tomorrow, they're in, right? They're in the playoffs. Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah, if they win, they're in the playoffs. They play Memphis. If they lose, then they have to beat the uh, winner of the other game, San Antonio and New Orleans, and then they'd play Phoenix even if they won that game. They'd have to win the game to play Phoenix and there is a, quite a difference between Phoenix and Memphis. Both are really good, but you don't want to mess with Phoenix right now. They're just too good. So, uh, But it'll be a fun night tomorrow night at Target Center.
1: Yeah. How'd you ski, Maxie? Everything okay?
0: Really, really good. Yep. Nobody was doing yeah. yet. Really, really good. <laughs> it was wonderful. So nice. He's good like, David,
2: always chasing that snow. Yeah.
0: You that, uh, right.
2: Thanks. You got okay. it. Thanks. Thanks, thanks Maxie. Mikey. The news is next on CCO.